0: one it's what is it it's
1: the 19th of november and it's what time is it
0: It's
1: hello and welcome to geeks on screen with coffee and today's guest is tracy and i think we're there sorry bit of a bit of a bit of a warm start bit of a problem start i was too relaxed at the beginning didn't get everything ready i apologize um and I think we're online. I think we're ready. Are we streaming? I can see us on over there. Great. Welcome to Geeks on Screens with Coffee, Tracy.
0: Well, oh, thanks for having me. There we
1: go. Yeah. Oh, I've chosen a green rookie mistake. Because of the green screen. <laughs> you know. I and mean, it just you, actually, this looks all right to you, but on the camera that's streaming out, green just... <laughs> oh, so, how are you? Um, I haven't seen you. Actually, what are you drinking? I've, I even forgot to do that with Buck the other week.
0: Uh, normally, I'm drinking water, but when I drink something hot, I drink Irish tea.
1: What's Irish tea? You
0: know, Irish tea. You know, tea bags made in Ireland.
1: So if someone said Irish tea to me, that's tea with some whiskey in.
0: No, this is just regular tea, you know, hot tea, just like you know, the UK people drink, except it's made in Ireland. I had I had a couple of Ireland friends that they got me used to drinking hot tea at their house with milk in it. And when they moved off to Seattle, they left a little bit of tea behind and then it didn't have a label on it, so I made them tell me what kind of tea I was drinking, and I ordered it off of Amazon now.
1: You see, you use words like "hot tea," and I think that really shows that. I presume when when if I said "tea" to you, that means sweet iced tea.
0: Technically, yes, it does. And so, because I'm from I'm from the South in the U.S., so yes, it would mean sweet tea.
1: <laughs> I was going to say lots of places have a South. But I can see that you're not in the you're well you're not in the UK because I can see your plug sockets behind you, and they're sort of the one with a little mouth and surprised eyes. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's what it looks like to me.
0: Yeah, I don't remember what the ones look like in UK from when I was there. I still have my little adapter stuff.
1: Uh, we've got the everyone says they're really ugly because they're sort of um, blocky and pointy. <laughs> Is that no? Is that just me? All right. Um, sorry, something just appeared on moved over there in my peripheral vision, something on Twitter, but I wasn't sure if that was meant for us. Actually, I haven't been watching the chat window, so there is a chat window. Let me see. Okay, so I'm just going to put a message over here. I am paying attention. So, um, we met at I'm going to say SQL Relay because. But data relay. And we were both on the and I won't say fun bus. I'll call it the data bus as it was called. But the it wasn't the fun bus because there was no fun allowed on it.
0: <laughs> yes, we were on the fun bus. But for a week straight.
1: <laughs> but no one really talked so no one really talked to each other on the fun, fun bus.
0: Uh, I was shy. <laughs> Well, I think so that's my excuse.
1: No, I think everyone, by the time everyone had and done, we yeah, done that day, day stuff of, of, and then, you know, they were just kind of like, let's just get to the next place. Let's just, um, you know, do any prep, you know, make any phone calls, listen to any music you needed to, to chill out and then get to the next place and then eat and then back to do the whole thing again. I kind mm-hmm. of, I've, I've, I didn't, I mean, that bit, it was taught, you know, tolerated it, but I really liked the doing the five presentations in one week, the same presentation every day. Yeah,
0: I managed to actually do seven and eight days because I did Denmark and Holland on the back ends of SQL Relay. (laughs)
1: Did (laughs) Did you do the same presentation?
0: No, I did different ones in Denmark and Holland.
1: Okay, but you did five... In, so we weren't going to talk about this. this so this is this is where the come... So this is the beauty of this, right? There, There is no right and wrong art. There's no direction that we need to go in. It just happens.
0: So, I did the same one at SQL Relay, but I did two, I did a different one in Denmark and then a totally different one in Holland.
1: So how did you find doing the same thing five days in a row? Now
0: It's actually actually pretty good because it seemed to like improve it every time no and but it it got a little boring after day three (laughs) just talking about the same thing but it still seemed like it was improving and we had a good audience so did you Each, each stop so
1: did you find that the venue that because each venue was very different so, yes, I don't know was. if you remember, Birmingham was the cinema.
0: Yeah, so, that one was way different. There was a lot of people in that room.
1: <laughs> I had a very big screen <laughs> with, with very few people in it.
0: I've I had been, probably 100 people in there.
1: I had hardly anyone in there, um, which is really bizarre. I mean, yeah, there are other there were other really good sessions on at the same time it wasn't mine was unpopular mine was unpopular um (laughs) but i found that like really bizarre i mean just you know in front of a cinema screen at the front presenting kind of um i'm used to used to presenting to smallish rooms uh, which are generally reasonably full Oh yeah, a trumpet, just the too. smaller room, you know. You can have four people in a room and it feel a bit crammed, you know. Especially in yeah, my that's
0: what I'm used to as well. The cinema one was was kind of way different. You were really small and you felt like you had to yell.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I just found it really odd. I think that was that was kind of the worst day, I think, for me from presenting and um But I found that that made a bigger difference. The room size and the whatever it was in the room, just to me presenting, I found that the odd bit. Um, Not, you know, I I, I found the content was the same, but I was adding bits to it. So I I don't, I don't have the same presentation. It wasn't the same presentation every time. That (laughs) might seem a bit wrong, but I don't, do that big so how do you write your presentation because you do a lot of presenting so let, let's 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 you know tracy does a lot of stuff you know you you do a lot of um you're an mvp
0: yes newly minted mvp as of august
1: um you do a lot of um you do a, a huge amount of presenting as it's called relay data relay whatever you know going all around the world presenting um I was you recently did what, did what did you do I watched there was tripass you did a podcasty thing you did a group buy
0: yeah, yeah I um, just did summits um I've done several user groups I've done a bunch of online SQL Saturdays this year I did a couple in person before the pandemic hit So like the last 2 years I think I did 18 SQL Saturdays each year
1: how do you prepare and write your presentations?
0: Um. Well, first I put the slide deck together. Then I put the demos together. And but then we... I go present. Yeah, I don't no... actually practice.
1: Okay. But how do you pick a topic?
0: That's the hard part. Uh, I don't know how I actually pick a topic. Normally, it's something I'm working on at work. Like, for example, Query Store, we started working on it when we were... Uh, in the CTP phase of implementing uh, 2016 into our environment. So I was really interested in query store what it could do. So I decided I will write a presentation on it and it would force me to learn what it could do. So then I just have added to it what 2017 could do. And now I've got more stuff to add to it that 2019 can do as a summit. So.
1: Okay. So it's really the... presentation comes first and then kind of the slides so the idea comes and then i'll put that together rather than some people like you know it comes from work what you're doing rather than yeah because some people go i think i'll learn that and then to learn it they'll do the present they'll write a presentation so if you're good enough to present it and teach then you know it pretty well
0: yeah because, Like, my, I did one on monitoring ags. We started using ags at work, so it's like, well, I need to learn how to learn this really well. So, when we were already a month or two in, and I was like, this sounds like a good topic,
1: so okay, it's sorry, it's just interesting. And so, you don't prepare, you go in cold, you don't do any warm ups, you no. All right. So how do you know it's going to be an hour or 50 minutes long or whatever?
0: Um, well, when I'm writing it, I'm sort, sort of saying it in my head as I go along. So, And I reviewed a slide deck several times, so i got good at guessing that it would be an hour long.
1: Okay. I mean, that's a skill in its own right. I mean, I, I never quite... I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll level with you. I don't do the... I write... I kind of have the idea and if i really enjoy it so that one of the things about sql relay was i was having fun doing the session and it almost didn't matter that the audience was there because as long as i was enjoying it then that was the key bit and it was something that i knew quite a lot about sql on linux um and i was quite you know Enthusiastic about it. I enjoyed it. You know, I wanted to learn more about it. Um, so I was just sharing a few bits about it. So it was just kind of like, what can I do in what an hour? And I think, you know, and I always overdo it. I always write more than I can do.
0: I've I've done that before, and just just cut it short. And <laughs> but then but then I just talk faster the next time, so I can squeeze it in.
1: But then you, it's it's hard to have then an arc. So, you, so there's like a, a technique of having an arc over the presentation, right? You know, we've got to get to the end. And then so it's, it's, there's a story, isn't there? It's beginning, middle and end. Yeah. And if the end is on, the, you haven't got to the end. That's kind of um, a bit disappointing. So I ended up writing stuff short so I could go off track. Um,
0: yeah, I, I, I tried to leave about 10 minutes in mind just so people can ask questions at the end. Is what I try to do now. And if it ends ten minutes early, worst case scenario, and nobody has any questions, then they get an extra ten minute break. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I usually
0: have people that ask questions, so it's it's a little bit different virtually because you don't get as many people asking questions. So I've been a little little rougher as far as presenting my content because there's just not as many people ask questions virtually for some reason.
1: So how do you find the remote stuff? in comparison to the in-person stuff?
0: I don't like it nearly as much. I, I do it nearly as much as I did the in-person stuff, but it's just like you have no audience to feed off of to see if anybody's paying any attention at all. You can't lob out you know, a question or a quiz to somebody and see if anybody knows the answer to something and keep them engaged. And I know my, my latest talk, it was meant for engagement with the audience and they get them talking and it does it's just i i still do it remotely but it's just like not the same.
1: no you can't generate that energy it's very hard to do that sort of online and because people can just turn off although what yeah. i have found is that um and i did it more for work but i presented to date uh state scott no um the, the Glasgow user group, where there weren't that many people there, probably only a handful, but in Teams, because you can see their names down the bottom, I could actually direct stuff to people. So using yeah. their names. And yeah, i never to find,
0: Oh, never been in a virtual one where I can see people's names.
1: So. <laughs> oh, so how do you normally present? So you don't use Teams? You No, doing I've that.
0: never never used Teams to present people Send so a WebEx or... A Zoom or something like that, and then I can only see like myself and the person running it. Uh,
1: okay, because Zoom you can you can have an audience type thing in yeah. Zoom. Yeah.
0: Um, Most of the time, it's a WebEx though. So. Okay, is that more a US just,
1: thing, or is that just because I work for Microsoft, so I will be pushing Teams all the time?
0: I think that's more a past thing.
1: Oh, uh, okay. All right. <laughs>
0: 'Cause that's what they use for their virtual groups and I think that's what they pass down to local user groups to use mm. or
1: I mean Teams and other web conferencing software is available.
0: There's... We 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 know. <laughs> you could even
1: use Teams if you like. I mean <laughs> I mean Zoom gives you forty minutes unless you pay for it. Um and that's still good enough but yeah, that, that cut off is probably challenging for conferences and that type of thing um, so how was Yard. how was so you presented it at, at pass so so i mean just just a little behind the scenes magic tracy and i had a little chat before about these are the things i might ask you about and what shouldn't i talk to you about and none of what we're talking about came up really I was going to ask you about some other things. We'll get back on to those. But when you
0: bring up passes, one thing might come up.
1: Well, yes. So um, what I was going to ask is, on Pass, you presented at at Summit. Um, Yes. And was that live or was that pre-recorded?
0: It was pre-recorded.
1: So how did... Now, that's even more isolating when you're
0: pre-recorded. Yes, it is. I actually put myself on mute. So I couldn't hear myself during my presentation as I know that one even better than I know the rest of them because it's on mental health. And then I just took care of the questions and then I talked to a few people in the afterwards you had a Q&A for 15 minutes and a few people popped in there on video and asked some questions. So.
1: Okay, so when the session was going out... Um... Were you was were you moderating it, and then when people had questions, you could answer them interactively. Yes. Okay. So uh, that was. Did you present a sequel bit? No. Okay, because that that's pretty much the same same thing. Um, and that worked. That worked really well. Um. So how did that work for your session? Because I think if you do a, you know, a technical session, people ask questions and they will go, "Oh, what did that mean?" or "When you skip this, or what was that?" But if you're doing a session on mental health, then I, I mean there's still a lot of stigma attached to mental health in general um, and in fact probably just illness in general and probably more mental health. So how did you find, were people asking any questions or did people just leave it to the end where they could talk to you sort of one on one?
0: I had I think just two questions and one was from like a manager wanting to be able to talk to his employee about something they seen and how to approach the employee and then the same guy popped into the video chat too so
1: so do you and then people were
0: just mainly the people that popped into the video chat were just thanking me for the presentation
1: all right so so what was that presentation on and about because that's quite a I mean it's quite a it's oh, a big word a prescient prescient yeah, um topic because we're in a pandemic, people are at home, they kind of just Plus, if you're working, you know you might not i mean i don't i sometimes don't even leave the house, you know barely shower, but that's that's normal um you know, I'll get out of the house to walk the dog and you know go to the shops like once or twice a week, but that's about it, and that's the only time I see humans.
0: <laughs> well, I actually started that presentation before the pandemic. I started it last December. And I started it because of stuff I've been through because I, I have bipolar. so um, And I had a really bad year in 2018
1: <laughs> that
0: actually landed me in a hospital and stuff. And then I did some research on IT and the number of people that have mental health issues. And like in the UK, there's a survey that was done by... I can't remember the name of the company that did it and there's like 48 percent of people reporting having anxiety or depression on their jobs in i.t it's 42 percent in the u.s so it's just like people are having problems at work in i.t and i have problems so i thought i would speak out about it and try to kill some of the stigma around it and give people advice on things they can do and then I even added a section on there on how to handle the COVID stuff, like seven areas in your life you try to maintain so that you can try to, you know, survive the darn pandemic as I put it in a slide because I can't say curse words. <laughs> oh, you can say whatever
1: you like. You can, you, you can, you That's can what s- the
0: slide deck says. So.
1: <laughs> you can you can swear as much as you like on this, on this um, pod chat. Show thing as long as it's not in English, but you can swear in American, it'd be fine. <laughs> you could say dang and dang, and um, uh, I'm not sure what other curse words that you would you could possibly have that we wouldn't have, that we wouldn't that we would find cute and, and yet not offensive. <laughs> I'm trying to think of something, um that doesn't translate very well i think is it nappy doesn't translate very well
0: yeah i don't know what that
1: is so that would um a diaper oh
0: okay
1: um sorry oh i digress again where were we um mental health yes sorry yeah not uh, not cursing so um so have you how many times have you done that presentation
0: uh, I'd probably say six to eight times. So I did it for a day to weekend, or I'm I've done it for a couple user groups. I did it for the first two SQL Saturdays. I went to. I did it for one virtually at least. So I'd have to count count it on my website to know how many times I've done it.
1: And most of the time, I look at
0: my MVP list of activities. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I did look at your MVP page. I wasn't stalking you, honestly, but I thought I would... I have to do... I mean, I, I, I don't know these people that I talk to, um, so I do a bit of research to make sure that I kind of... You know, I, I've got something sensible to talk to you about, and I know that you've done. So I was looking, and there's a lot of stuff on there. <laughs>
0: there's a lot of, <laughs>
1: There was at least eight pages and ten things on each page.
0: At yeah, least. in one year.
1: Yeah. Um <laughs> you've been you've been a very busy DBA
0: and, and, and there's some stuff hidden. Okay. I did all my PRs to uh, DBA tools and DBA checks just because they were small things so
1: uh, I had them in. you know.
0: I'll yeah. give you like four more pages. <laughs> <laughs> And seriously it was like, you know, I did a lot of stuff with GVHX last year, so I was like, you know, I had each PR listed and it's just like there was like a 100, I think I submitted 110 things when I submitted my MVP application. So it's like so I I hit I hit a few things.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, but the thing is, I guess for that you want to make sure that you have um, that you show how good you are. If you if you're modest and you know, you I guess there's a possibility that you don't get it next year or the following year or whenever. So you have to add it all in, I think.
0: Yeah. I did add it in for the MVP itself, but I I hit them from public view. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But it's kind of interesting because I mean, we'll go back, we'll go back to the presentation because I'm quite interested in that because there's some other things you do that's on your bio page, but um, you know, you co-authored a book. Can I say co-authored or authored?
0: Co-authored,
1: yeah. I'm. You can say you authored a book, can't you? But with someone else, is it? Is there uh, a subtle guess,
0: difference? Uh, there is a subtle difference. Grant tells me the book's all mine, anyways. But I
1: mean, if you said that, it's all yours. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he tries to say I did most of the work. I'm like, eh, I did six chapters. You did four. You know. Huh?
1: That is most. Yeah. That's most. Yeah. Of course that is. <laughs> <laughs> and your, your chapters longer as well and more detailed less spelling mistakes no <laughs> <laughs> depends how much time the editor had to spend on his chapters and the proofreaders well I,
0: we had to proofread it
1: at the end too so yeah but it's quite hard you can't proofread your own work so you had to proofread his
0: well, after I'd done, done turn writing in in May and I didn't have to proofread it to August, I, I could proofread all of it.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, how how long did it take you to write it? I mean, how, I mean, I don't know how big the book is, but how long did it take you to get through it?
0: Well, technically, I was in the process of starting it when I was at SQL Relay. But, you know, I was kind of busy at SQL Relay. And then Summit happened and I had, you know, all the sequel Saturdays I was doing. So I don't think I really started it really well until December.
1: (laughs) And then how long did it take? Because I
0: I finished my six chapters in May, but they won them like every two weeks. And I just wasn't able to do it that quickly with everything else I was doing.
1: Well, because you've got a day job.
0: Yeah, a day yeah. job. It's a few volunteer jobs,
1: you know. Yeah, well... Um,
0: Sequel Saturdays every couple of weeks.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's kind of... There's not much time for... Well, I don't know how you fit it in. So, on your bio... Now, I'm going to use the... There's... You're part of the... Is that... Oh, I can't read my own, hand, my own handwriting. Is that the North Carolina...
0: Guardian, of light program. Yes,
1: yeah. So, what's that... Because I had a quick look at the website.
0: Yeah, um, that's where I volunteer for abused and neglected children in the foster care system as their advocate in court. So I I go out and I visit. Right now, I can only visit with the child in person. Used to, we could visit everybody on the case in person, but with COVID for there for like five months, we couldn't even do that much. We had to do everything by phone or by computer. And I investigate the whole case as far as what the parents are doing, if if, you know, they're doing anything on their case plan to get the children back. I see how they're doing at school, to see how they're doing in therapy, how they're doing medically wise. So it's it's a it's a big job.
1: Yeah, and that's a volunteer. So that's on top of all the other things you do.
0: Yeah. Like I spent six hours just four hours just driving to see two kids this weekend. Well, one was a was an hour west of me, and then I came back home, and the other one was an hour east of me. So <laughs> they don't place them necessarily in the same city that you that they were taken in. So
1: and so that you'll go to court, and that you'll effectively be
0: an adult the representing them. And... yeah, basically the child's voice in court, and based and and the community's eyes on the situation for the judge.
1: Because I've never really, um,
0: I write a court report and everything, just like the social worker does, with recommendations on what should happen with the case.
1: I've I've never known anybody that does that, and I'm in the UK. I mean, it must happen. I mean, it must happen a lot everywhere, but um, that's really kind of well. That's pretty amazing, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I've been doing it for eighteen years now, and I got. 54
1: kids. That's going to be my number when you get to the book. Random questions. Okay, well... Okay, all
0: right. Uh, is, but all, right all right,
1: all right. Don't rush me. Don't rush me. We'll get there. I'm
0: not rushing you. <laughs> I'm just but, sorry to my number based on how many kids are represented.
1: And there also, there was something else, which was the... Uh, the P-A-I-M-I, which... Which is The a... Pammy
0: Council for Disability Rights in North Carolina. That stands for the Protection and Advocacy of <laughs> Individuals with Mental Illness. Right. So after I was in the hospital in 2018, I did not like that experience or that hospital. No one did. Because um, <laughs> I, I needed medical treatment while I was there that I did not get. And and by the time they ordered me to get certain medical treatment because they thought my foot might be broke, they never did do anything about it while I was there. So, they're just incompetent. <laughs> so, I wanted to see if there was something I could do to help out other mentally ill people in the community, and I had a, a former foster parent that's on the on the committee suggest this to me, and so I applied for it, and Did it and we meet four times a year and we basically help set up policies that the disability rights of North Carolina uses to decide what they're gonna work on the most for the year for the mentally ill people in our state.
1: So what what drives you? Because obviously there's you've got your job, you've got all your technical, (sighs) your geeky presenting stuff, which is fun, I presume. Um And then you've got all this other stuff you do. I guess what, there can't be much time for anything else.
0: Yeah,
1: there's got to be some time for something else, I think. It doesn't sound like there's much time for anything else. So what drives you in that? Is Is it stuff that happened in your past or is it just stuff that if something goes wrong, you feel you've got to fix it?
0: Uh, the foster kids stuff is is from my past. I, I grew up abused and neglected from my parents, uh, well, from my mom and my stepfather, and nobody ever did anything about it. So, and when I got to about 24, 25, I was looking for something I could do to help other people that had been in that situation. So that's what I came up with, and I've been doing it ever since. Oh, and that's... then. You know, the mental health piece, you know, I've got bipolar and anxiety and complex PTSD from my childhood. So um, it seemed like after I was put in the mental hospital in 2018, it might be time to make sure people are actually treated respectfully in a mental hospital.
1: <laughs> Sorry, I should have given you the, the, the safe word. So if there was anything that you didn't want to discuss. So before... Hey, I'm fine. Before we we, we, we yeah we, we try and arrange that if 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 we touch anything that, that kind of people don't want to talk about, we'll, we'll say next or Vatican cameos, whichever someone prefers. No one said it yet, but but feel free. I'm
0: fine. I'm fine. <laughs> I, and plus I just like I I've identified a long time ago. I read I read this book by Brené Brown. I think it's called Dare to Lead, and she had a section in there that you help identify your core values, and the two I narrowed it down to was making a difference in perseverance. So by volunteering, I'm making a difference, you know, even just with presenting because I'm helping other people learn and then helping the foster kids and so making a difference and family council, I'm making a difference. So, you know, that's just what I like to do.
1: Well, I mean, that all takes a lot of perseverance and a lot of commitment to time. You know, that even goes to writing a book. Because that takes a lot of commitment and perseverance. Stuff that yeah, that I, one
0: took a lot of perseverance. <laughs>
1: stuff that—that's a quality of personality that I lack. I am very shallow, and I—I will—I I will, I will flip flop very quickly, um, and I don't have that. I've, I've thought about it, and I kind of—I have this admiration for anyone who can do it, but I kind of—I really struggle with that. Um, so it is quite. Um, you know, there, there is something about talking to people who do that and saying, like, you know, what, what what drives that, what pushes that need? How can you find that time when I will just laze around and not do that thing? Because I'm those, a terrible those human things
0: being. things are just important to me. So, yeah. This yeah. is as important as, you know, living to me. So, yeah. Well, it's.
1: It's, I mean, everyone is different. It's just so I like to find see that in people, and kind of, and then kind of, and to drill into that, and say, like, what pushes that? Because that's something that I, I should change about myself. Because you are making me feel terrible. You spend all that <laughs> time working with children, and that time with mental health. Uh, I've written a book, do all these presentations, travel around the world, and here I am, just talking to people on YouTube. <laughs> It's really just not, not quite the same, is it? <laughs> not the same level of magnitude or impact. Um, I have a... I mean, it's, it's a... I realised a long time ago that my job is pretty pointless. No one, and the things I do, I, mean, I could have changed it, but you know, my mum used to be a nurse, and that is important because you are looking after people. Does it, anyone care if that data? You know, no one dies if that database doesn't go any faster, or you haven't done this or done that, or, you know, people I are know. annoyed.
0: DocuSign has this thing, this phrase where they want to know if you're doing the work of your life there. And I always say, yeah, you're supporting the work of my life by paying me so I can do all this other stuff. <laughs> That's my answer every year. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's good that they're kind of. They're I
0: haven't gotten in trouble for it yet. <laughs>
1: No, but then that's by empowering you to do that, effectively by paying you well enough that you can go off and do those things or allowing you that extra time off or whatever you need, that flexibility that you kind of have. Because um, you're a DBA or a yeah. dev DBA or, or a kind of... What what kind mainly of...
0: Mainly a DBA,
1: so yeah. So, I mean, so that involves what? Out of hours calls, working odd times because Mm -hmm. yeah so trying to plan your life around that kind of must be quite then quite hard because if you're doing shift work or oh there's a problem and you've got to work all night to get that database back up and running because the company's going to lose x million because you haven't done it there's there's you've got to go and do it you can't just go oh no i've got this other thing happening
0: yeah very true
1: it is um so you were on what else have I... On Tripass, which was a chat, like a podcast thing. that was online. No,
0: yep,
1: just yesterday. Was it yesterday? Sorry, sorry. I should have checked the date because I was... Oh, no, here. two days ago. Two
0: days ago.
1: I've never heard of Tripass.
0: That's our local user group.
1: Oh, okay.
0: I'm a co-leader in
1: it. it. It looks really good. I mean, it's just the, the production values on it. Well, certainly.
0: Yeah, Ke- Kevin does a pretty good job with that.
1: I was quite jealous, unfortunately.
0: <laughs>
1: the, um... he's, he's sorry.
0: He's he's got he's got the stuff. He does it through Twitch, and I think he uses OBS, and I don't know. He records training classes too, so he's probably got a lot of more expensive stuff than what we have. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, Twitch is free, OBS is free. If you've got decent hard... It's it's the skill, isn't it? It's that skill of...
0: of yeah.
1: Um, I've never been able to do good user interfaces. I do the stuff behind the scenes, which is why databases uh, are great. Yeah.
0: yeah. I can't. We can just hide.
1: <laughs> I, I don't have to... I don't care what colour it is or whether that is in... Which font size that in? Someone else can fiddle with that and play with that. You know, is it doing the right thing? Are the numbers right, etc.? Yeah, does it work? That's what I'm interested in. Um, I what, what have you got? Oh, I did, I did see something. I'm, I'm going to mention it. it. Says on your bio, you were using SQL Server six point five. Yes. Right. When was the last time you used SQL Server six point five?
0: Um, let's see. I've been away from that company for seven years. So about eight years ago. A company I was at literally had one system that was on 6.5. I tried to pretend like it didn't exist because I didn't have any install media to fix it. And it ran and there's no user databases on it. and It must use all temp tables to do whatever it does because there's no databases in master on tables in master. I don't know. But they can't ship product without it.
1: Wow. Wow. I mean that
0: they've upgraded it since then.
1: <laughs> wow. I mean, I looked at six point five a long time ago. But on a VM. And then I got really confused because you can't right click.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know, everything is left click because in those days no, the right the right mouse button didn't exist.
0: Yeah, it's a little a little painful. It's in a cluster at least, so if one goes down, the other side will keep it up. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like i said i pretended it didn't exist i had a i had a spreadsheet list of all our servers for my boss and those weren't on there
1: 6.5 only switched over if the services stopped on one effectively one of the machines stopped because it needed to attach to those files the yeah. shared storage ah oh, the good old days
0: I know that and they don't auto grow or anything. So it's just
1: like, there it is. I don't know it's there. Well, yeah. I, and if anyone looked at it now, they wouldn't even know. I mean, I wouldn't remember even how to start it, log into it, do stuff. Cause uh, there was no management studio as such. It was the same thing. There was no like, query window. You did everything from this really nasty user interface. Um, Oh yeah yeah. Sorry, yeah. I had to mention 6.5 as you do Because yeah, That's <laughs> where I started I
0: started there back in 1999 But
1: you know, yes The last time I did it So I had to So that would be 2013, 2012 2013,
0: 2012 I mean <laughs> That's
1: so unsupported It is untrue
0: I tried to tell them.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I guess if it runs and they don't have any problem with it, then, you know, is there any need to upgrade? But I'm sure they could have made something work in 7 or 2000. I don't
0: don't know. They still had a lot of 2000 machines when I left that company too.
1: (laughs) Ouch. As long as it wasn't MSDE. (laughs) Why does no one remember MSDE? It was a, it was the original version of Express. It was built... Oh, sorry. I'm showing my age, aren't I? Yeah.
0: We, we still had some 2005 Express machines, uh-huh. but not just 2000 ones.
1: Yeah, because it, it, well, Express only came in with
0: 2005. Uh, yeah. So we, we got some free, freebies out of
1: that. <laughs> was... Scheduling
0: jobs was fun to make sure we got backups, but hey...
1: What you can do now is you can put that onto a Kubernetes cluster, and you can make it highly available.
0: Oh, nice! And you
1: put it in a pod, and then if something happens, the pod will just restart. Cool. It doesn't need to be in. I mean, it doesn't need to be in its own because it's. Uh, you don't have to have many machines, you know, in a proper sort of Kubernetes cluster with all the cool stuff that's in twenty nineteen and twenty seventeen that, that makes high availability work. You can just have, oh that express I'll put it on a I'll put it on a, a node when something breaks or destroys. Oh well I'll just start up again. Cool. Oh, let me see. I was gonna ask, so when are you next doing stuff online? So when can people find you? If you want to um... see your presentation on mental health or your anything else you're presenting on
0: well I'm presenting at dps the mental health session at the first week of December I'll also be presenting it the next week on I want to say the eighth for the glass user group in Michigan
1: glass user group Is I that... think
0: that's what they're called okay it's up in near Lansing. When I looked them up it still said glass on the passage site. So but it's just near Lansing in Michigan and then I'm presenting a different session to Richmond on 2 days later.
1: I kind of forget how popular passes and chapters are in the US. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz it's not really something getting kind of, you know, the, the the user groups in the UK are most of them are past chapters or a lot of them are, but kind of I guess you don't really think about that kind of well I presented to
0: the Glasgow user group one time over in Europe.
1: Yeah remotely. Well, so um they're trying to get to there's a website that tries to list all the events um in the UK. Yeah. I don't know whether it's like Data Data Pack, data platform or something, data pack data pack or something dot community what
0: it is. And there is a website. They're listed in the US as well. There is a website that's listening, like, trying to do everything in the community
1: oh, for okay. the data platform. There's, I mean, there's more than a data platform out there. There should be one for everything, but I think it's just it's just too hard to maintain and keep everybody doing it and um, such a... Yeah. And it's not something... I'm too lazy to be get into that we we...
0: (laughs) We already discussed
1: that part yeah yeah, yeah. we've been there (laughs) haven't we all right i'm gonna do two questions uh the first one to think about is who to nominate next for the conversations oh my god i can't believe we almost got to the end and i didn't ask you what's your favorite cheese
0: I'm just gonna go with cheddar cheese
1: mm. so plain are we talking sliced american yes.
0: cheddar cheese not american cheese that's nasty
1: what do, well uh, cheddar, from Where is cheddar american cheese yeah there's, you're, you're allowed but to make cheese in america
0: <laughs> i know but the american cheese itself is nasty
1: that's sort of the they pre- literally
0: have American cheese.
1: Blech. I think we would call um craft slices, which were like yes. they're basically like individually wrapped pieces. Yes, of...
0: those.
1: I used to eat those when I was younger.
0: I did when I was younger too, but I don't now. now that I don't know what real cheese tastes like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm sure some people would say that cheddar wasn't real cheese. They so might. Okay, so we, um, who to nominate next? But while you're thinking about that, um, we will do the Richard Herring emergency questions. Now I know which all number you want. Are you familiar right. with Richard Herring? Yeah. Fifty two for fifty two. No one has. All right. So don't worry. You just. Um, <laughs> as it shows how unique i am no one else so 18 all right 18 18 will be i said
0: 50
1: 50 54 54 why did i think 18 54 because 18 Um...
0: is a number of years i've been a guardian of light and 54 is the number of kids
1: okay well we can have them both because that one is just ridiculously um strange and i think that will be quite a fun one and 54 <laughs> okay all right this this i don't know where this one is going to go it, it <laughs> could go down really well or it could bomb okay so this is this is the question i once burped during a minute's silence at an ascension day service what is the most audacious thing you did at school um during a minute silence i don't know would you have minute silences in the u.s at school no any any <laughs> any sort of quiet moments at school no okay we'll we'll throw that one away we'll, we'll go with this one <laughs> this is um equally ridiculous but yet yeah, slightly dark <laughs> which celebrity would you like to stroke your hair as you die um and the example is so uh, and this this reference probably makes no sense uh, to you um i think i would choose bouncer from neighbors or goldie from blue peter they were both dogs <laughs> so i Uh, oh. Or we can go for another number. We could Vatican cameo that and go for something else. Um, If you could choose one thing your armpit could dispense, what, what one thing would it be? <laughs> no?
0: <laughs> what would it be? How about soda? That way okay, I don't have to go to the refrigerator and get
1: any. <laughs> uh but it wouldn't be cold, would it? It'd be body temperature. And would it well, be that com- um carbonated drinks coming from your armpit? Would that be that comfortable? Well it
0: wouldn't, but what else would you just find that would be comfortable?
1: Um maybe some sun cream. Uh maybe some hair gel. Um <laughs>
0: I don't know. I don't even drink
1: sodas, so. All right. <laughs> Let Let's try something. Try another number. So this is the this is the level that it's at. Um,
0: <laughs> we have to go to four level.
1: <laughs> we have to do how many? What four? Four. We can. You want number. four? We can. You want number four? They go to a thousand and one, though. So. Oh. Okay. All right. So this is quite famous. These all come from a podcast where he asks a question. So we'll go off topic and we'll ask one of these questions. Have you ever seen a Bigfoot? On TV. Okay. Was it a Bigfoot or was it a Sasquatch? Oh, uh, that's a good
0: question. Because I think... They're sort
1: the of same thing, I think. No, I think Bigfoot is... North America, and I think the Sasquatch is from the Himalayas. There is
0: there is places named Sasquatch up in Washington,
1: though. Ah, maybe maybe the Sasquatch is after them, but so you haven't seen a Bigfoot or a Sasquatch? No. All right, all right. We'll do one more question before you nominate someone. I'm trying to think of a question that might elicit a slightly longer answer than no. But the only the only one I can think of is have you ever seen a ghost? But I think I know the answer. <laughs>
0: yeah, you're gonna to have to go for something else.
1: <laughs> what would what would be a long answer? What would be something um oh have you ever flown a kite? A kite? Yes. I've thrown it in
0: the air
1: and flown a kite. And so was that when you were younger or was that a recent experience?
0: Uh, when I was younger at the beach.
1: And did you lose the kite at the beach? Or did you take it it home? It
0: it did like to go in the ocean a lot, but I did take it home.
1: Okay. We did fly. (laughs) I flew a pocket kite at the beach. Uh, and we lost it. Because it was too windy.
0: (laughs) mine was pretty wimpy but it 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 did survive i did have i don't
1: a, know how oh, I did have a a proper kite, and I think i don't know if i've still got it could be it could be in the loft somewhere it's one of those things that you just don't really get out you kind of be like you you'll have for a period and you' go, oh that's nice
0: yeah
1: like when I run it won a drone i like flew it one time and that's it <laughs> so you you've got a oh oh okay. Well, we didn't do the MVP questions, but one of the MVP questions is what's the best thing you've had from a conference?
0: Can it be something
1: that I won? Yeah. It could be a free thing I, you got given. Oh,
0: my Google Wi-Fi system.
1: You won a Google Wi-Fi system?
0: Yes. Things worth 300 bucks. That's the best thing I got for free. I, I had a streak of winning almost a prize at every sequel Saturday back in 2018. Like, they they were like, all the people in America were like, how do you keep winning? And I kept kept pointing to my boss because he, he was from Ireland and saying he's my lucky charm.
1: <laughs> so racist. So racist against the leprechauns. That's terrible. <laughs> I'm sure you can get away with it. Um, I never win... We- so the thing is, you have to enter the competitions to win them, and most people just don't bother.
0: Well, that one was like the survey to say how the event went. So they handed it to me. I filled it out, not knowing there was a prize attached to it. So
1: Yeah, you must have wound a lot of people up. <laughs> I think I went to one, one conference where the same person won twice, and I was like, what's going on? you can't give them another prize and we thought they would do the honorable thing of saying no i've won a prize but no yay went up got the second prize and then left Ter- people are terrible All right so who who do you think um i should talk to next who would you like to nominate
0: i say Marsha Pierce
1: I don't know her. Could you do? I assume I assume Marcia is a, is a lady. Yes. Good. Okay. She
0: checking?
1: works
0: for Pure Storage. Pure Storage.
1: Oh, okay. Um, I don't really know much about storage apart from it's cheap in the cloud.
0: Don't worry. She has plenty of other stuff she can
1: talk about. <laughs> I'm sure she does. I'm sure she knows. She's more. a
0: very fascinating person to talk to.
1: Oh, okay you happy to do some introductions then yes lovely all right well um tracy thank you for spending some of your afternoon with me
0: yeah afternoon
1: yeah what time is it in two o'clock two o'clock oh okay so just after lunch then and um well thank you and it's been fun been lots of fun and um i'll i'll try and catch your presentations online so if we could, I'll put in the well, when the next thing is happening. Um, okay. In the, and just the link to kind of your MVP profile and stuff in the not the comments. The bit below, the description. That's the word I'm looking for. Description. I can speak <laughs> well English. Can I? <laughs> Alright. Thank you all for watching. Um, and um, oh, I was going to get someone's on next week. Um, do you mind if I plug next week? Just before the end. No,
0: go ahead.
1: Um, I'm terrible at them. Ah, oh, I haven't got it on that screen. Oh, that's rubbish. All right, I think it's JP from South Africa. He runs the one of the groups in South Africa, one of the SQL user groups. So I'm speaking to him. And I'm speaking to someone else. Oh, I'm terrible. Sorry. I don't even know who I'm talking to. Um, Once
0: you don't start talking to yourself, you'll
1: be fine. It's when I stop talking to myself. That's when I know I'm in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you all for watching. All right. Take care. And see you next week.